Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 11 of Geek Ronin. You already know who it is, I'm not even going to tell you. Uh, This week's episode is brought to you, as always, by that beard guy, uh, The Art of Storytelling by Law, and Successfully Failing Studios. You can find those guys. Uh, You can go to imtbg.com. You can go to taosbylaw.com or you can go to failingsuccessfully.com to find out more about those guys. Um, this week it was uh, Law and I with uh, Mr. Smith and uh, Croc from the Block. If uh, if you're not aware of who Croc from the Block is, well, uh, I would say go back and listen to some earlier episodes. Uh, might be difficult to find. But I know they're out there. Uh, you just got to know where to look, if you know what I mean. Uh, we talked about uh, social media and the future of social media and media in general. So we got into a lot of cool stuff. It was a really long conversation. Uh, and, um, you know, that's pretty uh, pretty much all I'm going to give you. It's a, it's a really, really good conversation. So I would stick around for the whole thing. And, uh, yeah. I'm I'm just going to stick with that. Uh we will see you guys on the other side. Make sure you check out geekronin.com and uh if you're on if you're listening to us on iTunes or Google Play or SoundCloud or Stitcher or Blueberry or whatever it happens to be, make sure you click the subscribe button so you get a new episode every week and there's a bunch of really cool stuff that's uh right around the corner. I I know I keep saying that, but I swear to god it's true. Uh so yeah, without further ado, here is uh, episode number 11 of Geek Ronin. Peace. Geek Ronin. sounds very nice right now. This is sound, sounding good, especially you, Law, with that nice microphone you got. Oh, uh, thank God. <laughs> it sounds so much better than it did before. I know, I know. Ugh. Well, fuck, guys. Fuck is the operative word here. So we're talking about media. Fucking media, like social media and the future of media. Uh, initial mm-hmm. initial thoughts, guys, before I throw my two cents in here. Yeah, I had I had some things written <laughs> <laughs> That is not a shock. That's why I'm. That's why I'm throwing it out there first. I have some things that I wanted to talk about too, but I want to hear your opinion. So just like going from traditional media to new media, traditional media like TV giants had control, right? So I think now that the internet is so popular, I think there's much less control that these TV giants really have, and the way the internet garners views on the most bizarre things, things that really could never be on TV. Uh, It shows us what popular is as a choice and not just an option. So that's what I really want to lead with, that there's a choice versus option uh, thing that's going on right now. No longer are we told what is popular by TV giants. We're told through views on like YouTube and all these streaming services. And I, I feel like that's both liberating and frightening at the same time. 
liberating because there's so much nonsense crammed down our throat through the creative partnerships between TV giants and their companies. Mm -hmm. But it's also terrifying because, like, I don't trust our attention. Like, nonsense is so popular these days, whether it's, like, world star fights. I was just going to say world star. Cat videos or whatever, you know, like, so. Yeah, I love cat videos. Well, yeah, <laughs> and our attention span Fights has, has all time high, <laughs> right? But our attention span has also like shrinked so much within the last two decades, let's say. Absolutely. From you know because we have such like short clips now that are episodes and episodic, and then we're just like, oh yeah, that's this person's vlog or that's this person's sh- entire show is a six minute show on YouTube, right? And and those are the ones that garner the most views. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at somebody like David Dobrik or mm-hmm. Liza Pashi, and they have millions upon millions of views. And the video is only like anywhere between four and six minutes. I mean, this is this is where our attention span has gone. You know, right. and 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 what really bogged boggled my mind is that uh, Vine got shut down. I mean, it just didn't make money, but it was really popular, and that was only what. Six seconds of attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, it started with like a. That's pretty creative. That you have to be creative with the uh, the guys who created content off of there. But then mm-hmm. it also shortens the attention span. So it's like it's a catch twenty two. Right. I think all around the board with media. But uh, yeah, but we could blame MTV for the uh, the attention span thing. I think it kind of started there with the videos uh, with. It started cutting really fast with the editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, going into today's uh, world where we have a TV show like Modern Family, which is just so fast. It's like, it's ridiculous. You go from one story to another within 30 seconds. And it's amazingly popular because it captures our attention. It's quick hits. Yeah, it's like crack versus cocaine. Crack is a quick, <laughs> quick high. Get it? You need it again, right? Not that I know. I never did. <laughs> right. Just, just to throw that out there for the you know the the masses. If this blows up or anything, never right. did crack. Uh, but I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like a quick hit. It, I, we could go into that, I guess, a little bit later. But it is. It has become a drug, like attention itself. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And everybody has a better chance of becoming famous. Oh, yeah. Like, traditionally, you had to audition. You had to be chosen. Now you just turn on your microphone and or your, 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 your camera, and if you are deemed, you know, uh, watchable, you're successful. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's crazy to me how much, like, um, you, can, you can essentially – think of people 20 years ago and like all the leaps and hurdles just to get like seen to now where like you're seeing people you know with no talent like not not, i want to say no talent but like people who just on the up and up really fast and it's like yo like people are contacting you you started this shit yesterday you're one you know Damn Daniel, fucking Yodel Kid, Backpack Kid. All these kids are just, like, blowing up. Right. (laughs) You you got all these people who blow up really fast and have no... um, I don't think anyone really had that aspiration to even get to that level where you're meeting Ellen and you're, you know, doing deals with fucking uh, vans and shit like that, you know? 
Right, social influencers. And you know what's right. interesting is I, I interned at Viacom with uh, uh, a couple of years ago when I was in yes. college, and um, there were executives, marketing executives, leaving this media giant to go to social influencer companies. That's how wow. big, big this this industry has gotten where if you're famous, you have so much more pull than, let's say, you know, a, a reoccurring character on a show or mm-hmm. host of a TV show. Like, Samantha B is nowhere near as famous as Jake Paul. Right. Right, which is, which is a sad and b well, just it's just sad. And it, think about this for a second: the term "social," what is it? Social uh, influencers. Yeah, that doesn't. It, that's not like a, a a scary term to anybody here. Oh, the, absolutely. The people are out there that, that that literally their job and 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 how they make their money is to push the public in a specific way. If someone can do that easily with Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, then, I mean, what does that mean for, I mean, actual media? Doesn't that sort of well, shine light on all that sort of shit, too? I think that's the reason why I was saying earlier that we now have a choice instead of an option. Mm. We have a choice to, to pick and choose but it's not going to be an it's not going to be a choice or option for that much longer. I don't think. I think social media is becoming like such a necessary evil that a lot of these older media platforms are just going to like die off slowly. No, they're going to transition. Or, 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 they're going to yeah, transition. The, the smart the smarter ones will transition. The older the older companies may die in their current form, but they'll be reborn in some other type of thing. And it's like I said, it's all about. I mean, look at look at the rash of of the whole quote fake news stuff. Where, regardless, I mean, we it's one of those deals where it's like we already knew that half of the shit that was put out there was bullshit, and now all of a sudden it's like it's the thing to be you know like oh it's all fake news. Well, yeah, no fucking shit, but it was more reliable than most of the stuff that we're seeing on the internet now because that you know if, if if these news sites didn't didn't uh, have to get your clicks in order to make money, then they might actually worry about reporting certain, you know, things a little bit, a little bit more accurately, as opposed to they're just trying. They're they're in a race to be the first. They're not in a race to be right. They're trying to be the first ones to get clicked on so that they make the most money off of that story. You know, the whole idea of what is it? If it bleeds, it reads. You know, that sort of bullshit. Yeah. So uh, there's I mean, a lesser emphasis on there's a lesser emphasis on responsibility these days. Oh hell yeah. There's no responsibility involved in it. It's you're only responsible for getting uh, views on your site so you can make money on advertising. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants yeah, to nobody wants to pay for new sites. You know, no. it's just not a thing anymore. Newspapers are going to the wayside, and that used to be the way we exposed politicians and people in media and you know all over the world. And now you just need Twitter. Just need Twitter, and that sucks because now we have. You know, these great institutions like the New York Times or the Washington Post just starving and and great journalists who uncover, you know, incredible things are just going to the wayside simply because they're not popular anymore. 
the dignity and uh, propaganda is gone. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> not wrong. Statement. You're not wrong. Good old-fashioned propaganda is like those days over. Now it just... What are you talking really about? Ridiculous. Like propaganda now is is exactly like it was back in the old days. Look at how you know. Look at the spin machine on on everything that's coming out of the White House and out of out of Washington in general. It's just, it's all bullshit. Regardless of which side it's coming from, it's all bullshit now. They're what like, I can't. It's, it's always been bullshit. That was like always yeah. joke. <laughs> what, I'm just what, saying what, now. It's some of the stories are like absolutely ridiculous, and I wonder hmm. sometimes, like really, like. Thousands of people really believe certain stories as so obvious. Like, there's it's no even, like, craft to try to, um, I guess, influence somebody's mind or sway their opinion. It's just total bullshit. And people, like, read into that. You'll get, like, a few thousand people that'll share that and continue it off. Or just the Absolutely. whole the whole outrage culture where it's just like you find an inflammatory headline, don't even bother reading the the story and you just share it and they're all and you're all pissed yeah. off. And it's like what did, did you it's like the uh it was a, there's a Facebook post going around it's like uh this one wants you to ask your baby for consent before you change its diaper. <laughs> oh my which god. Which if you actually read the article is she doesn't she actually says that 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 literally that's exactly the opposite of what she's trying to do she just it was i guess it was an article about teaching your kid about consent at an early age and it had nothing to do with asking your child to give consent for changing its diaper or something stupid like that <laughs> but people but when that i saw shit. the video people when i saw the video shit. i was just like what's happening but all right it's like it, it's a real thing yeah uh, but i what i what i have seen uh more more often than not uh recently was the same media outlet ha- producing two different stories, depending on depending on the demographic or what have you, and that was really like mind boggling. It wasn't like you know how uh, back in the day newspaper uh, outlets would write a story, uh, you know, if this thing happened or this thing happened, and then when it happened, they'll print it right then and there, whichever one was the more accurate. Now they're just like doing two completely different things and just fueling the flames of like whatever's happening. Honestly, can you blame them if it's going to get them fucking sales on papers, then, you know, I can't really blame them for trying to stay, stay afloat. They are business. Business is booming. Yeah. That's (laughs) that's the difference between traditional media and new media where traditional media, you had only a certain window of time where something could be printed and given to the public. Now that window is always open. And that is going to make people less responsible again, you know? I feel like the window is always open, but the the time is still just as sensitive and valuable. Because, um, like we said, not only being first, uh, you know, has everything to do with it, but it's being the one with the best and juiciest scoop, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, if you can say, if everyone, if like 16 outlets had the same more or less titles but then the one you know the 17th outlet has something like oh but this detail just came out and we know more than like everyone's gonna jump to that so it's it's a it's a thing where you have to jump on the the bandwagon while it's hot get the scoop and get the scoop that no one else has right makes sense absolutely i don't know you know you know i was talking to somebody about social influencers the other day and you know as comparing to traditional media where it's like a television show 
Like, you can't be canceled anymore. There's no such thing as being canceled. Yeah. People just stop watching, you yeah. know, or you stop producing. If you if you build enough of a of a following, like, take, for instance, Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren got dropped from her network, and then for, like, a good long while before she got picked up by whoever else picked her up, she was just, like, doing stuff from her house or her car and still gaining views on her, like, Facebook stuff and her YouTube Yeah, stuff. Facebook so, was going like, crazy. Facebook loses their mind, you know, and it's one of those things where, like, yeah, you can't really get canceled. Like, someone's always going to really. And you see it even with TV shows like um, they just drop Brooklyn Nine-Nine the next day, like Fox. someone else. Fox picked them up. Fox. Or, no, Fox, no, Fox dropped them. MBS. NBC picked them up. Right. Well, yeah. Well, they, they did that more than likely because of the crazy outcry from all of the fans being like, what are you doing? No, this is an amazing show. Right. But you, but you have places like, you know, that if if NBC didn't pick them up, guaranteed Hulu or some other big platform like that was going to pick them up. Somebody would You know, CW was sure. like, CW was sending out all their offers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, as long as they see, like, there's a, some type of audience for it, somebody will, will pick it up. And there's so many people that can pick it up nowadays. It's not just like... I don't know, maybe five or six head uh, giants that control um, exactly what's put out. I mean, it still goes all the way to the top of somewhere, but there's so many different uh, outlets now. Absolutely. Because everybody, you know, it was like, it was NBC, there was Fox, there was Disney. Yep, CBS. um, CBS, Viacom. Turner, and that's about it. Like maybe one or two more, but now, like Mike said, there's Hulu, there's Netflix, there's Amazon. You know, mm-hmm. there's YouTube. Anybody who really wants to get into it, you know, can. Which is what what really changed the game was Netflix. Like Netflix, I feel like was just like, oh, we're gonna have all these shows. You can binge it. Our, that's going back to like our attention span. The ability to binge a show is like completely changing how we view normal media uh, in terms of like TV. it's unheard of so yeah. you you're like all right i'm just gonna wait for it to show up on amazon i mean uh, on netflix then netflix starts coming out with their own content and you're just like i right, like it's better than most yeah. of the stuff i'm catching on cw anyway so yeah. i'm just while gonna I watch this <laughs> while i wait for that show to come out it, I'll exactly just yeah you know are, it's, it's are very you still convenient watching? as well like you don't have to put effort into a Going to no. going anywhere, anything like that. Yeah, and Netflix, Netflix was so disruptive to the market that it killed Blockbuster. Now, for I, the kids at home who don't know what Blockbuster <laughs> is, what's that? Blockbuster, a, a big movie in the summer. Oh right. my god! Or like Hollywood right. Video and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! I completely forgot store, about that. Right? It was the store you could go to. On a Friday night with your parents, your wife, your husband, your date, and you could peruse the aisles and find one, two, or three things that you wanted to watch. And then you had to return it to the store the next day and pay $7 a piece for it. And rewind it if you was a good person. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we had VHSs, kid. My mom used to work at what, like a local uh, video store. It was like the uh, video library, I think is what it was called. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, dude, it was crazy. They one of them used to have like this big setup for the kids and shit. That was pretty cool. Yeah, old old video stores were awesome. That's where you get your recommendations. You know, you see like all the the old school videotapes you you saw when you were a kid. You get recommendations by not only the people that work there, but the people who were perusing the titles as well. It was a hangout spot. There was a little like screen. Uh, I'm sorry. There was a little room in the back with a curtain on it that you couldn't go hey, into. Hey, you were, hey, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where did you go? Oh man, it was an experience. Films. Just to like browse. Yeah. The same thing with going to get like a CD. It was yeah. like, oh, this is exciting. I'm gonna pick something and right. and you yeah. know put, commit to it for seventeen dollars. Like, well, we, we had like Virgin, <laughs> uh, Virgin or Fye, Fye, and all these other stores. Yeah. Um, and I think like you know we've seen we we're the generation who's seen the most change, like the quickest at least. Because yeah, yeah. we we like we grew up where floppy disks are the size of our heads. Um, yep. Compu- <laughs> Back when floppy had- disks were actually floppy. Right, and then you yeah. have like computer screens that are black and green. Mm-hmm. To now, you know, we we saw the birth of the internet. We saw the birth of like Wi-Fi. We saw the birth of like all these different things all at once. I mean, terabytes were unheard of. Yeah, that's right. Right. You know. Discs were like you had a pile of floppy disks like this. You know, it's like a thumb drive now. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to get on AOL and talk to people. You had to like <laughs> nobody in the house could use the phone. Yeah. It was one, yeah. This can fit in my pocket. This is a terabyte right here. This can fit in my pocket. Install uh, <laughs> on on AOL. Oh, oh my god. Hey, get off the when, when LOL like became a thing. Right. Forever. <laughs> yeah. But like now, like we have we, like, what was the last time any of us picked up a CD? Uh, I would have to say last week for me. In fact, a couple of days ago, I actually picked up a vinyl record. So <laughs> oh. all right. You're, you're the be- you're the best of us. No, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. I'm just saying that I have vinyl records. That's all. And CDs lying around. <laughs> But, but you, you know, make like, a good point. You make a good point. I mean, like, the, uh, the majority of us don't really have that that kind of. Uh, oh, most of the time, I'm on my Apple Music, so no, I'm with you guys. Yeah, like every like, well, like I started listening to like Pandora when Pandora was popping, and then like just like within the last, I and I almost exclusively listened to nothing but Spotify. Oh no, law. Internet I have source. no need to listen to mine. Oh yeah, yeah. We just missed yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> it was just this oh, big no. freeze. Yeah, you were like, "This is how I feel." What me? What? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's what I saw. We're real friends because we could have just said, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I was sure, yeah. Right there with you, Bob. No, I was saying, right like, I, we, we did, uh, you know, I, I've been using Spotify for, like, last year, year and a half or two, and I almost exclusively only use that now. So where, like, you know, there's no need for me to go out and buy a CD. Like, kids, like, and I, I don't want to be that guy who goes, kids nowadays, but they don't quite understand how real it is to have a CD player that only plays like 12, C- 12 tracks at best. 
right. fit into your like pocket or oh, try yeah. to fit into your pocket. The Discmans? Oh, those the are, disc that was my shit, man. Bro, like, like they don't <laughs> they don't know what it is because now. How about before now, they had the technology before it was able to prevent skips? Like you had to hold that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> you had to walk like a fucking yeah. ninja. You had to hold it like it was a fucking egg, and you're like, I can't, I can't move, I can't, don't breathe, don't breathe. It's not skipping, it's not skipping. You rocking, you rocking with your same mixtape that you burned off your friend's hard drive like yeah, like two years ago. Like, <laughs> you oh, wait to acquire enough new songs that you've heard to throw it all onto another mixtape, and then you'll go another two years before you get a new one. Absolutely, it ties back into attention span though, because we used to get albums and like listen to the album for months and months, and you still listen to it, and you could think back on good memories or whatever. But everything is so convenient now. Yeah. There's nobody really sits with anything for more than maybe a week or two. Mm-hmm. Unless they really love it, but I'm saying like the majority is just like, all right, that was cool last week. Where where's the new shit? Right. There's just, yeah. just so much of influx of information and popular culture and media and entertainment that you know things have just been thrown by the wayside simply because it's last week's you know hype. Even but even with like this uh, like sudden surplus of like entertainment value and like just people in the media right now there's still room to like for to, for you to make your mark which is a crazy notion to me that like this is probably the best time to get into something like a platform like youtube or you know get into podcasting or whatever it is that you want to do because and you can access you have access to everyone on the planet for yeah, the most you just part. have to be that shiny object yeah. that everyone wants to look at for 15 yeah. minutes that's all yeah it's, and you know uh, that's just a catch twenty two of it, yeah. And you know it's funny, it's like reaching one percent of the internet's audience, w- reaching one percent of a like a billion people is still ten million people. Yeah. <laughs> so you still yeah. are successful, even Math. though one percent was total trash back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Becoming oh. famous is so easy now. I mean, it, you know, you you get viral, you you're it. Well, yeah, but then you. But it's trying to yeah. stay stay relevant. Yeah. Like it's trying to keep that like that that the. I I'm still surprised that the Jake Paulers and the Paul brothers are still as popular as they are because they're fucking idiots. But <laughs> that's probably why they're that's as probably, popular right. as they there's, are there's because a, they're you know, there's a, idiots. There's a time and place and space for everyone. Yeah. Um, but you and know, like sensation. They're a sensation, so it's something. Yeah. To, and, and yeah. when you're sensational, you don't have to be brilliant. You don't have to be, you know, uh, smart. You just have to be captivating in whatever you do. And whether that's, you know, being Jake Paul or being that that girl who has like a bra on talking about, I, f- I forget her name, but she's she says something about dogs have no souls. And she oh, has- that oh, that, <laughs> you you reached into the YouTube archives on that one, but that, yeah, and she has like. 15 million views on that simply because everybody's like no you're wrong you know what i mean and it's just like that's why i'm like concerned because our attention to these idiots are going to take hold and and make them more popular the Mm -hmm. whole problem with everything is that everyone has a voice so now everyone feels compelled to actually use it but not for important things and things that we should be using it for, but mm. stupid shit that everyone else is just like, 
Oh, wait, wait. but that but that's wait. only going to say like what who what people are valuing. Did you guys say Yanni or Laurel? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's, that 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 goes to like what people value essentially. They like, value a flat Earth, Lawrence. They value a flat Earth. Oh man, <laughs> yes. Please, this, let's let's move on. I, <laughs> my soul is boiling right now. <laughs> it's flat. It's obviously flat. Oh my god! <laughs> and then that, that, you know, it, all jokes aside, then we go and we talk about someone like Kanye saying that slavery was a choice, you know, and this becomes sens- sensationalized through the media outlets and through attention, right. um, and you know, is he winning by by saying all these these things or is he losing? I mean, you you never really his mind he's these days. Robin, Mike. I said in his mind he's winning, so for him it's like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Right, and we're talking about him, so is he exactly. really is Yeah. Yeah. And that, I don't know, I think he's just, walking that really weird line between genius and insanity and kind of strand on either side, depending on where we are. Yeah. Uh, and I just, feel like I feel like someone like Jim Carrey is doing that. I feel like Kanye's like like trying to walk the line, but he's got caught drunk in his car at this point. He's trying to do <laughs> cartwheels on the line, but he's yeah. just, he, he has no balance whatsoever. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> he's just falling yeah. one way or the other. But, but um, I, I think it's, you know, it's interesting, just going back to my, my thing, choice versus option. Like, before we had the option to choose what channel, what newspaper to read, what uh, radio station to listen to, and that was basically it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's just, it's so interesting. Now we have a choice to either become a voice, like Thomas said, or choose to, you know, watch anything in the world. I mean, you know, everything is available now. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, can also, you can always find somebody or a group who, with, uh, who thinks the same as you, with the... Um, you know, like-minded individuals or whatever. Sure. Uh, and before you had to, you know, you look at somebody else, I guess, for to tell you, I guess, how to think from back in the day. But now it's like you're flying. Oh, they think the earth is flat. Okay, so do I. So uh, I found my group and then, you know. Right. There's a niche. Snowball effect. <clears throat> Every, mm-hmm. you know, ideal. Well, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, I mean, if you really think about it, there should always be opposing viewpoints in a group of people because that sort of keeps it from being, you know, what do they call it, an echo chamber, Uh, like positive echo chamber or something like that. I I don't know the word for it, but like Mm. where everyone just reaffirms that the opinion over and over and over again, it becomes fact to those people as opposed to just being their opinion. Right. Yeah. So so without the opposing viewpoints, which should be good, but like you're saying, the internet gives us this way of, that you know, we can talk to anybody and everybody, and it's easier to find people that will affirm our viewpoints as opposed to maybe challenge them and and help us to try and see the world differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Like with the Paul brothers, let's say I don't know exactly how many they had, but let's say they had I don't know twelve or thirteen million subscribers. Let's say the thing that the incident that happened, they lose half of that. They still have millions of subscribers. Yeah. And people look to them and support yeah, them and pay their bills. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, what was the? Who's the older one? Logan. Uh, which are, the one who the one who did the stupid shit in Japan? He was off of YouTube. Like I think he got banned or whatever the terms were. He left YouTube for like a month. I want to say came yeah. back with a million plus subscribers. Yeah, like that's mind boggling to me. Absolutely. You know, yeah. but we're we're still people who have somewhat of a moral compass, I guess. Yeah, mm. the whole R. Kelly shit. It, like there's been talking about again the last two or three weeks. His sale, his uh, streams are way up. <laughs> like no, this shit. is a weird, it's a that's weird even, time. That's yeah. even with, that's even with uh, like a lot of these stream sites like taking him off the featured list. Exactly, they said it's way up. That's crazy. Like damn, man. Sometimes it's, well, it's because they made a big deal know. about it in the media. Right. Yeah, it's attention. Yeah, it it still goes back to like controversy like if you have a movie or a song like when Eminem came out it was super controversial mm-hmm. we hadn't seen nothing quite like that and it mm-hmm. gains a lot of attention and uh, sales and people who just like that type of shit I mean I loved it too so yeah yeah. and that's the thing though that's that's what the internet really is these days especially YouTube is is yeah but it know, also gave us Justin Bieber right oh. right and, but there is a market for that. And what? Call me. Who, who's that? Call me, maybe, lady. I don't know. I remember her Carly name. Carly Ray Jepsen. There you go. I know that. But you know, we we give our attention to these ridiculous people who call themselves celebrities or call themselves social influencers, and then they win, even though they're stupid or they're doing things that are wrong. And that's just where our and then they get ad dollars from all of us watching their stupidity. So we're condemning them, but we're also giving them money at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we just gonna like let that slide? How fast you knew that was Carly Rae Jepsen? I mean, I had it there too. I had to think a little bit, but he had that shit ready. Like Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> I listened to the Yodel the Yodel Kids new single. That shit is hot, son. Are you serious? The Yodel yes. is good. I like it. I was gonna try to hate, but I know I'll be the first one to go try to listen to it. Oh no! I, that's the thing. Like he came out of nowhere. There's like I can't be mad at a kid for just getting famous for just doing his thing. But, yeah, the, I mean, yeah, but the yeah. hype is like mind blowing to me because I'm like, you guys are not. Who the fuck was bumping yodels like two seconds ago? Coachella. Y'all fucking. Oh, apparently. That Coachella shit. Coachella drives me nuts, man. Music festivals in general drive me nuts. Because even in the presidential debates, they hyped the dude with like a red shirt or some shit like that that just asked the question. And it, it, Oh, was, um, co- uh, what was his name? But you remember? Oh, the so, what? Was it the it, kid at Target? No, 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 no. dude, that was the. Uh, it was like Bane. Uh, some, something. Oh man, he was a big dude with like glasses, and yeah. everyone was like, "Oh, that's Bane." That, like, like all these girls. Just, Cause I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the internet. Prison day. Oh, oh no, no, no. No, 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 not prison. Good example. Prison, prison bay. This is this is how how mind boggling the internet is. Prison bay. The guy who was fucking tattooed and all this other fucking looks like a fucking hot mess. Um, 
he's now married or engaged to a billionaire. Right. A billionaire. Like, have that baby. He's about to do that Kevin Federline work. <laughs> oh, damn! Get those checks, brother. See, see the thing that the thing that Federline did wrong was that he he tried to to tell Britney Spears what to do instead of just being like, "Yep, whatever you want to do." Yep. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that. <laughs> she didn't know that she's not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, come on, man. It was one of her songs, wasn't it? Come on. Oh, right. Testing y'all. See, y'all I, knew I y'all laughed. I don't want to talk about. Because I used to like it too. You know? Hey, man, oh. don't go chasing waterfalls, okay? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh. <clears throat> like, uh, another thing that I, I find fascinating with uh, new media is the fact that, like, Picture, picture this. We have outlets now like CNN, Fox, whatever. But now, to a greater degree, we have these outlets on Facebook, on YouTube that are our news outlets. Like they created their own media teams and they can give us whatever content they want. You know what I mean? So yes. we have shows like we have shows like the Philip DeFranco show, which I I love that guy. I like um, but now YouTube, because he he's too, like he they I, I don't they deemed him not worthy of advertisements and they don't want to like push his content because it's too much for well, like he, sh- he shits on YouTube too. Yeah, but it was after I think it was after like a, like he kept talking about like school shootings and he's like yo I'm a news channel like essentially at the end of the day he's a news channel yeah. so if he does news like that's everything that he does. But the convenience of having, like, joint platforms like Facebook and YouTube, like, a YouTube clip could get super viral and do nothing on Facebook. But I've seen stuff on Facebook that gets, like, 10 million views in, like, days. Yeah, yeah. So you're not limited to just one platform, and then you're also not limited to where you're getting your content or or your news from anymore. Right. Absolutely. You know? like, and then you have Facebook saying that they're not a media company when all they I, are about is <clears throat> shedding information. Yeah. And, yeah and, the lines are getting blurred. Especially now that you can buy your your views, your content. Like, um, David, you would know uh, a lot more about this, but like, how do you, how do you feel about people who can grow their followings organically, especially now where a lot of younger um, or just newer people to platforms are trying to start up versus people who have either been there or have more access to funds to grow that like particular medium to their favor. Oh, YouTube screwed up the analytics for a lot of new people trying to start oh my god analytics is like oh god go ahead Dave. (laughs) but not even but not even but not even just youtube because even on our like we work on platforms like uh instagram facebook oh everywhere yeah yeah. and like those have completely destroyed us i think it's interesting that you have you know these really big giant companies trying to investigate and find out how they can make viral content like nobody really knows how to create it unless it happens organically. But um, what's interesting to me is I saw a video 
of a likes factory. Now, if you're not following me, oh yes, is okay. essentially a huge room with about five hundred to a thousand cell phones that are all programmed to like, view, and comment on particular videos or posts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people are paying these people, you know, upwards of thousands to ten thousands of dollars just to fake an audience. Mm-hmm. And that wow, that goes to show you that the I guess attention and fame they care about even more than the money because you're pro- they're probably spending more money than they're getting from the like the actual views well, and stuff. It depends on what's more valuable to them because your name could like get you through the door sometimes quicker than how much money you have. We there's yeah. billion, there's billionaires in the world that we never like could know their name or face. But if we know a, a up and coming YouTube kid, we're gonna be like, oh shit, that's so and so. Like, yeah, let's you know, could, I want to flip it. I they wanna... could turn it into exactly. you know, tours and movies and mm-hmm. TV shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. TRL, no shade. <laughs> you really don't like MTV. I, I I've just noticed that. Huh? <laughs> well, I think I think MTV like started like doing well, and then because they got super caught up in like Jersey Shore, Jersey, Jersey like, Shore just, killed just, MTV. Yeah, just bad reality TV. I've never been a huge reality TV person. The last really like into a uh, reality TV show was like real world, real world and road rules way before the challenges. Oh, like, what, you, you didn't watch Flavor of Love? Come on. Flavor I watched Flavor. I watched Flavor. He is the pioneer of ratchet reality. Absolutely. We would not have, like, the dumb shit like Basketball Wives and Hip Hop, like, whatever, like, if we did not have Flavor. Yeah. Flavor's a legit. He is. MTV. MTV. Yeah, boy. I don't know if it was them that actually did it, but Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know that was a very popular saying. YouTube killed the TV star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Netflix killed Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. Hell yeah. Wait, Amazon wait. killed Radio Shack. <laughs> Radio Shack. Oh, wait, yeah. I think they got one open in like Manhattan Mall or something like that. It, it's very rare. Like they, they're starting to like like I found one. It was on like Twenty Third Street and like. I want to say Broadway, and I was stupid hype. I went in there, picked up some. I was like, "Yes, there's one Radio Shack left." Because Radio Shack for me was awesome. And then I went back like a few weeks later, and it was gone. And I was like, "God damn! Like, <laughs> y'all are killing me right now." Yeah. But, yeah. Am I like a lot of places like Amazon? Like, Amazon is like out of all these like new companies, Amazon is probably the biggest, most beastly company. Because they have their hands in so many different like avenues, like in pockets. Yeah. Jeff, this is doing now as well. When you doing when you're doing music streaming, video streaming, when you when you have like your you can deliver packages to like get the, like all this everything that they have, it's ridiculous. Like if they and now they're doing like movies, like you see their stuff like Amazon, uh, you know, like big this is not like, you know, whatever indie product, like a big project they, they have slated for like movies and oscars and shit and you're just like holy shit like this is ridiculous like well i, I want to i don't want to say ridiculous but it's it's mind-blowing that that's like a thing now 
Absolutely. Yeah, the way like CB, we were talking about CBS and Fox and all those like, you know, titans of the industry. I think mm-hmm. now it's like you got Apple, Amazon, uh, I guess Netflix is in there, YouTube, of course, but all the, it's the uh, internet companies are pretty much like the huge honchos right now. Absolutely. Uh, where do where do we see where do we see media like going in terms of like what's going to be the immediate like necessity and what's going to be like the things to fall to the wayside and the necessary evils kind of thing? I think something that a lot of companies are looking at, especially those in the marketing and strategy departments, is VR and AR. I think that's really you know uncharted territory that has a lot of um, a lot of uh, capabilities that we haven't even thought of yet. Yeah, man, I hope nobody sees that because that's what's on my mind and I want to like invest in it. <laughs> so like yeah. I feel I feel like I like I feel like it came up really quick like when Samsung and and, and Vive and all these companies like created their uh, VR products and then, you know, Things like Pokemon Go have AR and like things are like happening, but I don't know if we've reached that level of, I don't know if it's accessibility because it's definitely accessible, but like there's a disconnect where like, it's not something that everyone's like, yo, like this is it. That's because I think it hasn't been done right. It's it's on, it's, it's in like infancy stages. Well, not infancy, a little bit further than that, but it, you can see the pot- the potential because, like on my uh, VR, I checked out. Um, I forgot exactly what the company was, but they have 360 cam uh, for the VR. So it looks like you're actually outside somewhere. You can look everywhere. And this is real life. I'm not talking about like you know mm. uh, CGI or stuff like that. Um, but it you can see the natural high that you can get because i was looking around like you're in a club and it's a 360 cam so it, it feels like your actual you know life and that can be very crazy in i guess what 10 years 15 mm-hmm. years that shit can get out of hand absolutely absolutely people already don't like going out so that's even more right. <laughs> you bed, yeah like, you, know, you do whatever you want so there yeah, was, there was a, uh, a, a evolution of man diagram where we evolved from monkeys into men, and then the final stages are us just laying down in front of like a computer screen and just like in Wally. That's what I've been told. I haven't seen Wally, but I I know. Okay, yeah. Concept. I thought I was the only one, man. I didn't. I never wanted to admit that, but finally I found. <laughs> you found it. Uh, see, every, everyone has a group. You guys have your group mm. now. It's, it's <laughs> worth seeing. It's worth seeing. It's, definitely, it's, definitely it's worth seeing. Um, but like, I don't. It's funny because, like, if you look at certain media, like, it's not that you know people don't still consume TV shows or consume. Uh, movies or consume like even even audio like audio like now I think has a big like um, resurgence of like people trying to like listen in on stuff but they're not listening to like Hot 97 Z100 like all these popular mainstream shows I am because I'm poor (laughs) 
that's that's fair. But you're also <laughs> you're also a music head that like listens to like the popular. Yeah. Like it, it's one. Of, so like think of it now. Like ten years ago, how, how long, Tommy? How long has like podcasts really been a thing? About ten years, you would say. More, I think. I want to say I mean, a little bit more. Yeah, but like fifteen. Like right now, I feel like we're at a at a stage where almost everyone I know has a podcast or is listening attentively to podcasting. I'm not going to lie. Pod- a lot of people, I, I I know quite a few people that have no idea what a podcast is, nor do they have any desire to know what it is or why they should listen to one. You should what tell them it's like AM radio, like, and then they'll say, "What's that?" Exactly. Are we doing a podcast right now? We are. Oh, we are doing a podcast we right are. now. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, welcome to welcome to the party. Welcome, welcome to uh, the podcast. Also. <laughs> Most podcasts are uh, conversations. I guess that's an easy way to describe it. But yeah. it's but think of it this way: like we had, you know, Two we point. grew up with like let's say the Howard Stern show, right? Early morning radio. Early. This is like yeah. I feel morning like podcasts have have like taken over that kind of. Early early morning show kind of thing. Maybe. Um, and then and then even now, even with like certain uh, platforms, you can do a podcast that's live, and you can have video content, and you kind of take the early not even radio show, but you can take the early morning like almost like an Ellen show where you're interviewing people on your like you know your dais, you're like your or your couch, you know. That and it's so convenient. Like we're all in different spaces right now. Like we don't even have to be in the same room. Right. You know what I mean. So it's so accessible that I think, like, we're at a point where, you know, our screens are getting smaller. Like, where we don't, like, how many times do people really turn on their TVs unless it's so, you know. I'm, I'm calling in, like, 15, 20 years, screens aren't even going to be a thing. We're not going to be having devices. We're going to probably have some sort of heads-up display that works through. Oh, we had Google uh, Glass. I go- yeah, no, 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 no. I think that was a good idea to start, but I think it's it's going to evolve differently. Oh, but absolutely. I think, no, I think, I think that's where it's going. I think there's going to be like some sort of like digital display that you can interact with while you have the specific device on, and right. you can do all sorts of shit like right there, and you can take them off and just be done with it or turn it right. off. And I, I don't I don't think there are going to be screens, uh, or at least handheld devices. That's it's, it's all going to be heads up display. I think. That's exactly yeah. why AR is the future. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a major shift, like whatever it is, away from what's now. Because that's how the things always happen. It's always these huge, like... Disruptors. Huge shifts, yeah. Mm-hmm. VHS, and then you have DVDs. Oh, you can skip to the next chapters. You don't have to, like, sit there and forward this shit and hope uh, you catch it. Right. <laughs> like, it was a major shift, and it's clearer, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, streaming and, and as I opposed think, to getting CDs. I so. think that's telling me I don't have to rewind after I watch something. That's amazing. I think that major yeah. shift is always is always something that happens where people are like, "But I'm so used to this." Like, no, what are you doing? Like, they they're like, "Oh yeah, you know." At first, people, that's all you're gonna hear. Yeah, yeah. But I think we're at the stage now where most of us are like, you know, because again, we're that generation who's gone from like. Walkmans to CD players to DVD players. Well, I mean, to, to if, you really, if you really had think, those jumps, if you really you know? think about it, the, that all of that technology, like handheld technology and media technology, sort of evolved in in sort of the same pattern that we all grew up. Do you know what I mean? Like it was in its infancy when we were 
little kids, it was still record players and cassette players. Mm-hmm. And then as we got older, it became more and more cassette players. CDs started becoming more of a thing. And then we got a little bit older, and then CDs were the dominant thing. No more cassette or, or vinyl. And then mm-hmm. Napster comes out when we're fucking like in 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 oh, junior wow. high. So that it's like, was like Napster, ship, right? Napster comes yeah, out yeah. like that's like yeah. that's like puberty right there. It's going from everyone controls these hard copies to it's all digital now. And because of the internet, you can get it from anywhere and from millions of people all at once. And it's not mm-hmm. directly involved with one person. And you can share it with yeah. everybody. And then you also take a shitload of money out of out of record companies and musicians' pockets as well. But we weren't thinking, you know, nobody was thinking about that shit at that point. And then you get a little bit older, and then you start getting the paying services, and then you get the internet where you have, like, MySpace. MySpace blew up a bunch of bands. And yeah, my, then MySpace. Social, yeah. mm-hmm, MySpace. And then to Facebook. I remember when Facebook, that was uh, about college. I remember when it first started, and you had to actually have a college email in order to be a member of Facebook. Yeah. And I was like that for the first couple of years, and then I remember they started saying, oh, they're letting everybody onto Facebook now, and now it's turned into what it is now. It's in where, you know, this is this is only the beginning. There's going to be a whole, this is like the first stage of the evolution. Right. And we've sort of seen it as we've grown up as as, as this generation. I well, think always, like, the next trend is always, like, technology always moves towards um, more being more convenient. Like, mm-hmm. if you just trace back everything, everything always got more convenient, more convenient, more convenient. So I guess looking ahead, we would just have to figure out now, like, what needs to be more convenient. And I think you guys hit it with the not having handheld things. Uh, mm. Yes. So people actually look straight when they're walking. <laughs> yeah, right. true. true. But, you know, what's interesting is we can, we can, you know, we can reminisce about the old days, but the, you know, and how, how far we've come. But, you know, I remember... In elementary school, one of my homeworks was to ask someone of my grandmother's uh, generation what life was like before the television, you know, and and it was just interesting to see that, you know, you know, things have just progressed within these last 100, 200, 300 years that, um, you know, even looking at the computer itself, when our parents were kids, a computer was probably a whole floor of a warehouse. And now... Yeah. It's it can fit in our pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, think about this. We're only three people away from the Civil War. If you think about it generation-wise, we're only three people. We're only three generations. Three, maybe four generations if we're talking about our specific one. Away. And we're a Cheeto away from another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope man. everybody got that who, who's listening. Our president rolls in Doritos. <laughs> that must be an interesting way to try and tan. I gotta try that sometime. That sounds like it, would, it feels like it would be fun. Just tan and eat at the same damn time. Mm, you know, I get hungry. I can lick my fingers. Although it's gonna get all of my beard, but it's not gonna matter anyway. I could just, I can just snort it too. It'll just jack me up. Absolutely. You got to dive, dive in like no, a pool. It's like, of it. like, it's a, like, like, it's like that Family Guy episode where uh, Chester Cheeto like does you know does a line of fucking uh, Cheetos. <laughs> it ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where social media platforms are now? Like we were saying, like we've seen everything from MySpace and I Skonex, all these other platforms. Like what are what are the major players now that, like, you would have to be insane to ignore? And what are the things that, like, they're missing? That we're, like, 
something's going to come up and like take the throne from these guys. Facebook or is doing Instagram is thriving. Yeah. Yeah. It's dying, it's dying like a slow death. Yeah. They're doing television commercials for Facebook. How are they doing television commercials for Facebook? If if you have to do a commercial, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not doing good. <laughs> the only the only thing with we care about your privacy. Uh, like ah, uh, uh, right. I don't. <laughs> that's I don't. the interesting thing, though. Like we like this generation. We're like probably two generations after us. They're gonna be like. They consented to all the privacy issues, and they didn't care. Like, what's wrong with them? Dude, like, we're, we're, also, we're also probably the most public generation at this point. Two generations from now, something's going to burst. All of our secrets are going to flood out to the world, to everybody else, and then privacy is yep. going to be, like, the number one thing. We won't go outside with without some sort of disguise on so that people don't know who the fuck we are. Yeah. Did you, they said in China at uh, some concert the cameras were able to face detect a guy who committed a crime like the day before in the midst of a concert with like a thousand wow. or more. Wow. I believe it. Yeah. I believe you, you, know, you see in the movies like Minority Report, they have like the scanners and shit. Yeah, yeah, lot. absolutely. This is exactly what happened. <laughs> you, mean, you mean Snapchat is with the facial recognition? Oh, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, that, I, that's, man, I don't fuck with the filters, man. <laughs> as soon as you click on your well, face, you're done. Snapchat, Snapchat, fucking died as soon as fucking Instagram. Like, Instagram killed two platforms quicker than I've seen, like, almost any other like, platform, like, kill anything else. Like, Instagram not only killed Periscope when they, uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Facebook Live killed Periscope. Periscope, yeah. But no one, like, really Facebook Live, everything is Instagram now for Facebook Live. Then... It's fine. Yeah, once once, uh, Instagram took over stories, everyone was off of Snapchat. Yeah, well, and, yeah. It, and that didn't help when they decided to to update everything, and everyone did not like the the new update. I didn't. Yeah. Either. I stopped using it after that. Yeah, yeah. it was it was a nail. Kind of the coffin. So give yeah. her some. Yeah. <laughs> well, like out of all these platforms, like like I feel like Twitter is one of those that missed the mark. I use Twitter. I hate Twitter. Twitter is like a weird, necessary evil. If I could only use Instagram, that would be all I would use. Okay, but like, where, (laughs) where, like, what's left for social media? Like, what more do we feel like people want or or like want to be exposed to? It's getting it's like simpler and simpler. Like Twitter is as I think as simple as it gets, pretty much. Even though they extended the amount of characters you could put. Um, but it's like a public text message just to get a thought off. I, I don't see Twitter going anywhere for a while just because it gets so much. Att- like you have the president of the United States using Twitter. Every yeah. day. It's bad. It's still like they're getting paid. It's not going anywhere mm-hmm. anytime soon. And to uh, Twitter diversifies its program by or application by having chronological posts, which is something that Facebook and Instagram don't. Do they try, but they don't because I think the real answer to your question, Lawrence, is that you have to, if you're gonna have an emerging social media, your algorithm has to beat those who are already in place. Uh, good point. Which is why Vero didn't work. I'm still on it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I 
use it once in a while, but nobody else is on it. So it just it's like I'm in a dark room by myself. You gotta yeah. invite I, <laughs> I like so I still I still have it, but I don't have it on my phone. I still have an account I still have an account with them, but I don't use it because there's like like other than like my boy Jason, uh the boy who, who uses the platform and he's like one of their ambassadors now. Um like I don't see a need for it. And like a lot of, I remember like a lot of cosplayers jumped to it because you know they were unhappy with Instagram and all their, you know, new policies and you know how things were uh, getting out there with their content. What, what what were they upset about policy wise? So like out of let's say you have five thousand uh, uh, followers, when they upload a post, only like ten percent of their followers get to see that post, and then yeah. only does that like number uh, you you have less access to being on the explore page, which will give you more posts because of engagement. So your engagement is yeah. like get cuts down to like. 10%, then if no one sees it or interacts with it within the first, like, two or three hours, then it just comes, like, a dead post, essentially. And Yeah, it's the algorithm. Like, now you don't even have, like, where, um, like, if you have a good hashtag, like, rhythm, you're good to go. Now hashtags, like, you have 30 of the most popping hashtags, but you got to, even if you find some that are super popular or super, like, in that middle ground, it's a, it's a lot more work to kind of get yourself you know, to grow your audience. Yeah, you have to work it. You have to, because um, <laughs> right now everything is about engagement. It's like the comments as well as the likes, as well as the views, how right. fast you respond to uh, people who do comment. Even if, uh, like YouTube, if you have uh, dislikes, all of that, it still counts as engagement. Right. So it, it gets seen more the more engagement uh, post has like it's crazy how it, it, they changed everything but you have to kind of work your shit now unless you're you know a huge celebrity or something or something gets a lot of traction or, or michael, it's controversial. Or michael or, smith or the way that man you, i wish <laughs> yeah no, shout out to yo shout out to your, your instagram game like you you've been killing it like by the way i work it man i work it i comment on people's stuff i post at certain times but i still only do like nine ten percent so yeah. like just like you was talking about, it's still like it's still in that range. So and the reason why it's like that, and the reason why it's like that is because there's a way of winning on these social media sites, which is paying for your post to go to your friends or strangers. The they have two different algorithms. You're either non-paying or you're paying. If you're paying, they will roll out the red carpet for you. I guarantee you. There are, you know, for like maybe, I don't know, anywhere from three to five dollars, you can reach a thousand people a day. But if oh, you, you know what? That makes sense because Facebook has that. Like, if you um, do a post that has target uh, mm-hmm. advertising, and the same thing with um, like OkCupid, like you can pay for what they have a, a called Boost. Yeah. And it's on the actual site, like so more people will see you. It's a the dating site, uh, okay, Cupid. Not yeah. to give them a shout out or anything. But <laughs> our money. But yeah, it's like you you pay a little thing and you get a boost, and more people will see you. So that's also a, a little hustle that these uh these companies do. Well, I mean, really but, think about it. Do, do any of you guys pay any money whatsoever to have Facebook or Instagram? No. no. I don't even use Facebook. Uh, well, uh, take, well, take, away, take away take away Facebook then. Instagram. Do any of you guys pay to use Instagram? 
I pay with my Inst- privacy and my wait, data. Wait, wait. But do you pay a fee? Does They're, Instagram have a thing like the other companies where you yeah, can... They do. You sponsored posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can pay for it. Instagram has it? Yeah. Okay. If you look at, um, like, next time you're on Instagram, if you find something that you're not following, it's normally a sponsored post, and it says sponsored Underneath. right below the person's yep. or company's username. I saw, I saw that all the time on Facebook. All right, I gotta look. I gotta pay attention. Facebook's pissing me off though because I'll be watching a video and then within 15 seconds they'll have an ad right in the middle of the video. I've I've stopped watching videos. I have stopped watching videos because of it. Like I promise you, like I've done it where like I'm super into like whatever platform or whoever's you know the audience and da da da, and I'm like all right, cool, and like the. As soon as I see ads starting, I'm like, nope. Unless yeah, like I really want to sit there and watch it. But yeah. that was one of the dumbest mistakes they ever made. Absolutely. It's so <laughs> frustrating. That's almost as frustrating as remember when YouTube, you used to watch it on your phone and you click the, the video that you want to watch and the ad would come in perfectly, but then it buffer for about 15 minutes on the video that you actually want to watch. Yeah, I, that, that's the worst, man. Yep. That's the worst. <laughs> Or when you get like a 15 second ad on a 30 second video, or or I don't know if they still do that, but they do. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that, that's like, what's the point, man? Right. Yeah, but I know the but yeah. Especially with everything getting monetized now, like I, one of my biggest things is uh, with YouTube clips. So like, let's say I watched I watched a video the other day. It was like maybe 15 minutes long max, and there was at least four like ad breaks and it was like yo like i like every every few minutes are you like getting and i don't think like the um the person's youtube like the youtuber actually controls where their ad break is i think youtube kind of just tries the best like place them but i'm like yo they're mid like sentence or mid like word and it's like you're killing the flow of this video for me like you're blowing mine on YouTube, you can actually choose uh, where you want the to put the ads on your video. If, if it's like a long video and you have more than one ad, you can choose where uh, they come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have options. On Hulu, yeah. too, you do the same thing where you can actually pick what campaign you want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then, you know, you can go to Hulu and you can pay a little extra just like YouTube. To get no ads. Oh. Yeah. Oh, YouTube brand. Yo, yo, YouTube... <laughs> Yo, YouTube is a G for coming out and being like, yo, we're going to produce our own content for advertisers and for uh, for just the up-and-comers. But now they're making movies. Now they have their own TV, like, you know, right? Music, too. YouTube, right? They have music now. And they're doing, like, uh, a thing where YouTube TV, where you can watch, yeah. many, like, network shows on YouTube. Like, yeah. that's bonkers. Yeah, when I, I was in LA, I, I did a free I trial still, I still want to just close my phone and listen to a video, though. Like, they yeah. need to make that happen. Well, you can do that. You can do that. I think you can go to... Um, yeah, that's going to have to be paying for, for sure, because otherwise everybody, nobody would need to pay for streaming services. You would just YouTube everything for free. True, true. I think yeah. there's an ad called YouTube Music where you can shut your screen off. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to pay for it. Yeah, you definitely have to pay for it. But, um... I mean, you know, it's interesting how we're at the point of evolution where, like, 
the face-to-face communication at the dinner table is lost simply because everybody has a phone. And and that brings me to my point where there's but is no it though? being bored now. What? But is it though? Like so like someone brought up the argument, you know, where you're at a dinner table and you know everyone's on their phones, but years ago, like with our parents, like they just be sitting there not talking about anything sometimes, or they would just be like having meaningless bullshit conversation or like reading the newspaper kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, and I know it's not the same for every household or every, every place, but I can kind of see that. Like we had that same picture where it was like, Oh, everyone's on their phone walking down the street or riding the train, but, and no one's talking to each other. But on the train many years ago, you see like people just on their newspapers. Like what's the difference? You know what I mean? I think the difference is that the attention span we give our devices is much longer than a newspaper or a magazine. Um, you know, we have to wake up with it. We have to go to sleep with it. We we can't get it out of our hands or out of our pockets unless we want to feel, you know, as if we're not connected. It's a crutch, yeah. It's a social pacifier. That's what I've heard from a doctor of consumer behavior. She said it. Well, essentially that's a, a better way of one-upping what I said. <laughs> I'm like, it's a, it's a crutch. He's like, actually, it's a social pacifier that was determined by Dr. E.J. Johnson. <laughs> but that's actually much better because it, it's very true. Right. But that, that brings me to the point where I was trying to go, which was there's no such thing as being bored now. Like, remember in the, in the past, like, you, you could just... You could get bored. Like now there's just so many options that you can do. You play games, you can go on the internet, you can watch TV, you can listen to radio, you can read websites, you can, you know, it's just all over the place. We have no excuse to be bored anymore. And I have like a few DMs that's like, I'm bored. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, I, I follow. I, I had a second job for you. Wait, wait, go. remember going to the bathroom? And leaving within five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, we go to the bathroom now. We stupid. So you know, like the idea of going, uh, the idea of going to the bathroom without your phone now is like almost horrifying to people. Terrifying. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> I, I honestly don't understand that one because uh, I gotta take a shit. I'm going in there to take a shit, and then I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't want to be in the bathroom any longer than I have to be. He's there to handle his business. Nobody wants people. to stick around my business is what it is. I'm trying to get in and out. I'm I'm dropping bombs, man. Facts. It's the same with me. I actually, like, I'll take my phone in there, but I am trying to get out as fast as possible. Yeah, it's, it's a coordinated strike, man. Like, it's, it's got to be precise. Because if you stay too long, in. you lose circulation in your legs and mm-hmm. shit, and, you know, <laughs> that's, that's not fun. Yeah, you never want a Stallone. You never want a cliffhanger. Those, uh, those are the worst. Those are the worst. <laughs> Where are we going with this car? Save that for the next uh, show. <laughs> Taking a shit. What type of shit you like to take? <laughs> oh, man. How do blind people know when they're done? Oh, wow. Like they, they can't see. I guess it's just a general feeling of cleanliness. Oh, maybe. 
Oh. I really thought that was a. I thought he was gonna have a a punchline for that. Yeah, I was waiting for a joke, and it's like, no, I wonder if it's he just. He's like, that. no, he really, he genuinely concerned no, about that. I generally want to know about that. Mm. I people know what he's done. I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be controversial. Then he's like, no, really. <laughs> I, need, I need the answers. Google's not telling me. <sighs> I can't wait for social media to not be a thing. I hate social media. But it's but <laughs> it's not. It's always going to, like, for the rest of our, I know. like... I know. I just want it to be. I just... No, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I don't want it. If, it's going to get to the point where if you don't have it, like, it's, like, going to be deemed a criminal offense. Like, you need to be on a pl- any platform. Like, I feel like. It's going to be, like, that, like... Thing. Sounds very Black Mirror. I... I know, but, like, the way things are headed now, I won't be surprised. Like, if my kids or my kids' kids, like, that's a very real thing for them. Right. I don't disagree with you. I think the reason why Black Mirror is so so good is that it's it's in the realm of possibility. What if it gets yeah. all, like, Fahrenheit 451? Where they burn right. all the books? Right. Everybody's in the system somehow. And now what's crazy is that with all the analytics, it can it has like somebody's personality because everything that you like or everything that you comment on, it's like oh this person likes this or this person. So whatever Skynet. Yo, shout out to my FBI handler. Like he sees a lot. <laughs> he sees a lot of shit from my, my my internet. He sees a lot of crazy shit. You know what's really cool? If you go into like Facebook or Google and you look at your ad preferences and they define who you are as a person, it. I think Facebook thinks I'm an African American man, and they're not that <laughs> far away. But I'm just letting you know, you know, they think that I'm African American, which is interesting because then whatever ads they're going to put up is going to target whoever they think I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. Like I'll go on, even separately. Like if I go on. Google and then I go on Macy's.com or whatever and look for something. I'll be on Facebook and in the middle, scrolling down or wherever, I'll see a, a ad for like, hey, this new shoe is on sale. I'm like, I'm not trying to look at that shit right now. I, I took a digital marketing class when I went to Baruch College, and one of the uh, assignments was find out how the internet is tracking you. That was it. He just wow. said. That's, That's a good assignment, though. Yeah, it is. It was one of my favorite classes. So essentially, the way I figured out was I went to uh, uh, a web page that was showing. Um, it was Comedy Central's website, and at the time, on their front page was a special by Artie Lang, who's a comedian okay. on the Howard Stern Show, and um, I exited. Oh, yeah, exited the. Uh, the web page, and then I went into Facebook, and right on the corner of Facebook said, Artie Lang coming to Atlantic City in June. And it was just like, all right, I'm done. That's it. Wow. <laughs> That's I think TiVo, T- I think TiVo may have uh, started that whole, based on what you like to watch preference and suggesting things for you. Really? Uh, yeah, because I know Netflix took it to another level. Netflix, yo. 
Yeah, but you, they, I know you, TiVo for sure because there's an episode of King and Queens where they like make a joke about it. And he's like, TiVo thinks I'm gay because I, I watch uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and, uh, and Golden Girls and all that stuff. Hilarious. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't, I didn't grow up like using TiVo a lot, um, but I can see where that's a thing. Because especially with Netflix, you're watching, you know, you're, you're 30 episodes in for like Black Mirror or whatever show you're watching. And then it's like, hey, so are you interested in like... 15 other shows and right. because you're like you're just in a binging mood that day you're like sure why not let's <laughs> go for it you know who's winning at that um youtube youtube is winning because yeah. you can watch a show like l- let's say um my girlfriend watches a makeup video okay whatever products are used in that makeup video can be accessed on the bottom of the video by yeah. clicking and you can shop for it mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, and they even get a discount on if some people's page. Uh, yeah, if they're sponsored like or link. yeah. Mm-hmm. Type the. Promo I think YouTube is about to make extra big moves because they're about to like monopolize that shit. <laughs> well, it's not even YouTube; it's Google. Google's making. Noise. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Yeah, Google. Yeah. And, and speaking and, of uh, when we said that, like Facebook was kind of dying and Instagram was growing, didn't Facebook? Purchase, yeah, Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah, so it's like it's I said, crazy, it's, man. It's, like I said before, they're not gonna, they'll die out as one thing, but they'll transition and, and come up as another thing. Yeah, I can, I can see can that. I just can I just say, I hope, like, I really didn't like the transfer from MySpace to Facebook back in the day because there was just so much you could do on MySpace. Oh man, it was the best. Mm. I think MySpace produced a lot of coders. Yeah. That's the only reason why I know HTML. Yeah. And a lot of people I know, like, went to college because they was interested in it just from doing, like, hooking their page up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, coding is everything now, so shout out to them. (laughs) Facts. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. They just went to Facebook, and it's like, Hmm. No music on here. No decorations. No but bells, it and, no bells it. and whistles. Yeah. Yeah. It's simplified. And that that goes back to the point of uh, making everything convenient. Right. I think the I think the people who are gonna like the content creators of the future who like want to do the most are gonna have to be able to leverage the platforms, all of them simultaneously. Like they can't just try to exist on one platform. Like it's not going to work. Like if you have YouTube, but you're not pumping out an Instagram like following, if you have, you know, if Facebook is weird. Cause like, I feel like some places you don't need a strong Facebook following, like you just have to have a Facebook page and let it just do its own thing. But Instagram, YouTube, if you, if you're doing a lot of talking and speaking points, if you don't have a podcast, like I know three youth, there's like three or four YouTubers right now that I that I watch on YouTube that I listen to their podcasts. Probably like five at this point. So it's like you have to be able to like I think the the future of this is like being able to leverage all these different like platforms that we are like absorbing and trying to leverage them to like get the most benefit out of it for you. Oh yeah, that's what the best people do right now who's like winning in the and the, I guess, social media game. 
they're leveraging uh, everything. They're getting the attention. They're getting the uh, interaction, and they're using it to their advantage. I don't know if you guys know. Um, not that this is a great example, but he did it very well. Uh, a guy called DJ Academics, who yeah. um, he he does everything himself, and he's leveraged it into like he's really in control of every a lot of things now. Mm-hmm. And the mark of someone who's doing it well is um, someone who has different content on each platform, but the same personality. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, it's a it's a it's a, a strange new world. So what you guys are saying is the catch me outside girls is winning out here. <laughs> she was a I hate I hate to admit it I super hate to admit it but she she won like even little what's her name little Tay little little Tay little Tay even oh, though she got, even oh, though she got outed for being a fraud she's still winning. Academics out of her actually. She got yeah. outed for being a yeah. fraud. What what was this all about? So yeah, like, huge fraud. She was she was running around with like stacks of money in her ear and then all these people's cars and and, Condo. all these and condos and stuff. And her mom was a real estate agent who just had access oh. to all these things. <laughs> yeah, and her brother was coaching her. Yeah, her mom uh, left the job because the clients didn't like. They recognized the toilet in one of the houses that she was trying to act like it was hers. Right. <laughs> But and uh, that's my such up. a following, and everyone's like, "Yo, I fucks with her anyways." It's like the whole Jake Paul, Logan Paul thing. Like, you can do no wrong at this point. No one fucking cares. Like, you became such a personality figure for us that you know, fuck it, we want to keep you around. Yeah, you know, we'll yeah. forgive. We'll forgive the fakeness if you end up like out and you admit to it. All right, now you're real to us. Like, even better. Yeah. Which is a very crazy notion. Like, very, like, I, like, th- these are kids, essentially, that are going to be millionaires. Fucking, what is it, uh, the Cash Me Outside, she fucking became a millionaire a year after being on Dr. Phil for <laughs> talking about, like, I'll beat your ass. And I'm like, yo, are you serious? Yeah. Are you, like, I, so, okay, somebody who did it the right way is, I guess, on YouTube, was a lot of them, but, uh... <laughs> Liza Kosi, uh, yep, the like, new host of the yeah. double. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was. She was, she was everywhere, man. She was on uh, TRL. She was in movies. A job? She's, uh, she's done. She's done. <laughs> she's done a uh, red carpet. She was on Vine for a while. Like, yeah, all this, and her image is, a is of, in a good place as well. It's a lot of these like uh, guys who uh, guys and girls who jumped off Vine, got a following on YouTube. Yeah, and started building up YouTube, and then when Instagram Stories happened, leveraging those stories and those video clips, and just making viral clips, being around the, the same uh, like-minded people, and just building up your brand, and so the point where like people like um, what's the name, King Botch, King Botch is like yeah, yeah. Batch. Batch. it's Batch, Batch, Batch. 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 he's not gonna listen to this. I'll call him whatever fuck he wants. Um, but <laughs> that's right, Lawrence. You regulate, regulate. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not writing his checks. He's not writing mine. Who the fuck is? Um, but you know, your, your man's on Wildin' Out. He's in a bunch of movies, and this is not like I'm not saying he's not talented, but like because of him being able to work the game and keep himself relevant and keep himself on top of 
that list of fine or internet celebrity, like he dominated. You know, it's it's essentially traditional versus new media, which is the title of this episode or whatever you know the the topic of this episode. Excuse me, but you know, in traditional ways, you had to be selected. You had to be. The chosen. Let in. You had to be chosen. Mm-hmm. And now it's yeah. not about being chosen. It's about being popular. It's a popularity contest now. That's yeah, essentially. It used to be like a fraternity. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's like a club. Like they all access, like kind of thing, but secret society ish. Like, oh, you know, behind closed doors. Now, like anyone could start up their own club. Like it was like, oh, yeah, you're not going to let me into your club? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it myself. And, and then they're going to want to come to you because you're the hot shit. Yep. That's yeah. Can, can we talk about um, the, the the social media Yelp, how it essentially can reduce a new restaurant to closing within a week by uh, people who don't have a culinary degree or restaurant management degree? But I think yeah, I think it's not just I don't think it's just Yelp. Yelp is one of the one of the best examples of that. But I think it happens on a lot of platforms where. Someone can Rotten get tomatoes. <laughs> there you go. Tripping huge. Yeah, you get a lot of these things where, uh, again, like you said earlier, the ability to have a voice, like anyone can do that now. But it's a matter of like, oh, you have a voice and you're just, you know, it's knowing that you're not using your voice for the good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you get people who are on Yelp destroying someone's livelihood and career and it's it's one of those like comes with the territory thing now like and it sucks it sucks that it's such a normalized thing uh and whatnot but it is it's one of those like a lot of things that we would find appalling and unacceptable behavior a couple years ago has been so normalized to us like to the point where like it's it's like us seeing horrific news in media we're desensitized to it. The same thing with a lot of these social media things where someone could bash someone or tear someone down and, and they won't get, you know, a, even a, a, a flick of, you know, something on the wrist. Like, it's just a normalized thing now. Like Takashi 69 Jesus Christ. I... <laughs> so, so really, really quickly, my, one of my biggest beefs so my best my, my best friend's niece and me got to argue about about him because she was like, yeah, he's he's fired. That is that third, and well, I was like, what is this trash? So then, fire is a strong word, bro, bro. You like, know where you know where you know where heads. So he goes, she goes, um, oh yeah, and I show her. I put on I put on to Childish Gambino. I put on Camp. She fucking tried to flame the shit out of it. She was like. This shit is whack. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was like, hey, no, we can't be friends right now. I was like, I love you. I was like, I was like, I genuinely love you. You're one of my favorite people on the planet Earth, but we cannot be friends. Like, we we just can't talk about music anymore. But it's interesting because <laughs> it's a it's a popularity contest. He's gotten so many listens on SoundCloud that he essentially yeah. is now famous, regardless of any record label or media giant. He's also galvanized like the social media aspect to it as well, because that's that's like a huge half of it. But his music actually matched up to where people enjoyed it as well. 
But his his antics is what really was like, you know, it's, it was pretty much the self-promotion for what's going on with his uh, music and stuff. Because a lot of people do that, but usually what they end up promoting isn't as good or it doesn't catch on, but his caught on, so... I guess he can thank Bobby Shmurda for uh, his oh my success. Because he filled, like, I guess, a void that needed to be there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, in, in reference, uh, I looked it up. Traditional media is television, radio, newspapers, magazines, newsletters, or other print publications, and new media is a form of media native to computers, computational and relying on computers for distribution. Some examples of new media are websites, mobile apps, virtual worlds, multimedia, computer games, human-computer interface, computer animation, and interactive computer installations. It's, it's, it's weird that we haven't even talked about gaming as, as, as a, you know, a new media. Especially with Twitch like, being so big like right now. Like, right. like people have created entire careers within the matter of like the last few years, uh, based off of just playing games and people watching them play games. Yeah. Saturday, man. I watch Dashy. <laughs> it's not a Saturday if I don't watch him, and I don't know why because he's great. He's funny. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like you know elevated mindset. You know, content. But yeah. yeah. But I, I enjoy it. Yeah, when but you really think about it, that is so strange because right, you just think you're you're sitting watching someone <laughs> like someone play a video, play something, or even with um, reaction videos, mm-hmm. you're, you're watching other people. It's crazy, like when you really think about it, what you're actually doing. Right. But it it it's entertaining. We all kind of click some of the videos anyway. So right, yeah. Shout out to Game Grumps. I like them too. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's so it's so crazy. Like, we watch other people play video games. We're not playing them, but we're watching them. It's like reality TV. We watch other people live their life. <laughs> yeah, but reality TV is not real, though. It's great. Yeah. I, it was a step from uh, even sitcoms. It's other people living their life, but that, obviously that's a little more artistic value to it. But... Uh, this is yeah. more reality show than anything on television. Yeah. 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 But. Well, using the word reality, you know. Right. In terms well, of. It's, it's modern day soap operas. It's like unscripted soap operas. It's like, here's the situation. Yep. Uh, I, I, I know exactly how this works. <laughs> here's the situation. <laughs> here's an issue. Talk about this. They film it. Or they'll have two people meet up that they know have an issue. And sometimes that reaction is real, but they also know, hey, there's cameras around, so let me act a little crazier, and I'll get screen time. Yep, absolutely. And why does everybody on Love & Hip Hop have to talk with their hands and everything is just a lot of motion with their fingers? (laughs) It looks like they're like... No, they they bilingual, man. (laughs) Don't play with... Don't play with me. Don't play. And I don't even, even watch those shows, but I know exactly what you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be a lot of drinks being thrown. Uh, oh, speaking of that, Tommy Lauren is her name. Got a, a drink thrown. But anyway, that's the whole. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, games are games are a real big part of where media is going to go because, I mean, you know, when we were kids, uh, you know, Nintendo came out and that was really the birth of the at home, you know, gaming aspect. <clears throat> you know, it, it's funny because I see now like. People who don't even play video games. And and it's funny, even Twitch to some degree is starting to like open their platform up to non-gamers. Cause I've seen like people who are just working on art stuff or cosplay who just want to do in real life like content. And I'm like, that's bonkers to me that like a lot of these people who are seeing the growth of Twitch and just going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maximize that platform. People who are doing really well on YouTube are growing their their like audience with Twitch. And that's another thing, like yeah, I said yeah. before, you have to be able to leverage multiple platforms at once. Absolutely. Yeah. You remember I brought up academics, right? Yeah. yeah. His, his Twitch is his shit. Like, he got hot off of Twitch. He has a, a huge following on there. But they don't really, they don't watch him play games, which is the crazy thing. They watch him, like, call up like girls and talk a lot of shit and call up rappers like Takashi 69 or whoever at the time. And he just drinks a bottle of Hennessy and he, you know, talks about some funny shit. It's barely about the game. That's what's funny. So I, wow. I think that's needed in, in today's day and age because of the lack of diversity of late night shows to the point where we see, you know, like Jesus and Mero be absolutely phenomenal simply because the underrepresented minority in media. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Especially like, late night shows. I, I feel like I feel like with that too, like with a lot of these shows, uh, especially for late night, like I've watched like a lot of like clips lately where the same like actor or person getting interviews giving the same spiel for each like platform. So they're getting asked the same questions, they're giving the same responses and whatnot, which is why like um I started watching, uh, shout out to Dennis for putting me onto the show. He's turned me into like a fucking monster with this. But this show, Hot Ones, with uh, Sean Evans. Oh, yeah. Great show. Sean Evans, first of all, is probably one of my new favorite people on the planet. Like, Fantastic. I, I want to meet him and just hang out with him. He's fucking dope as shit. But the way he leverages his show where, like, he's asking these questions. You're going to get, like, he has something really unique. And you kind of see people unravel and get more give more uh to the their answers than what you would normally expect them to give because they're just like i want to get this shit done with and whatever right. you know right. they're just going through this and i think he has a very unique um market right, right now absolutely. Yeah, absolutely and and you know the, the thing about him that's similar to like a nardwar is that they do their homework they don't, yeah. Yo, his research is fucking amazing, man. Yeah. His, his research is something that I fucking aspire to have. Yeah, absolutely. He's got a working knowledge of every one of his guests to the point where they'll even appreciate the interview yeah. more. Yeah, like, who, to, who told you that shit? Right. Or you, they'll be like, you did your homework. And it's like, holy, like, because I'm seeing this, I, yo, listen, I probably, he probably has 100, almost 180 episodes, let's say. I've, in the last, Three to four weeks, I've watched a good sixty episodes. <laughs> like, just because it's so good. Like, it is. like I started going through like the people that I knew, and I was like, all right, cool. Then I started watching people like I've never heard of, 
but they're so funny that I'm just like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. And then it's, it's more, it's not even about the wings anymore. It's not even about like the, the, how hot they are and their reaction. It's how good his questions are. Like he's yeah. so, and then for being like a he boss, asked yeah. he asked a question and he's a boss because he's taking these wings and like going to the last dab right. and he's, and everyone's looking at him like, yo, you're a fucking madman. Like, right. I'm good. And he's yeah. like, and he's keeping his cool the entire fucking time. Yeah, well, he's done it about 600 times. But the <laughs> concept for anybody who doesn't know, Hot Ones is an interview-style show where after every question is asked, the person who's being interviewed takes a bite or eats a chicken wing. And as the questions go on, it gets progressively hotter, where you start out with sriracha and you end up with mega death sauce with liquid rage. So <laughs> yeah, really their newest one... Uh, their their own uh, sauce, uh, the last dab, they yeah. have is like two million Scoville. It's like completely Incredible. off the charts. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. They and, said it uh, has a good taste though, the uh, hot one sauce. Everyone's been saying yeah. that they, they said um three it was a three fifty seven mad mad dog is like the one that tastes like like uh, battery uh, acid or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. My roommate but, Dennis is dying to be on that show. He but, just want, he's who wants to try them so bad. I think we all have. We all have one, you know, that 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 willingness to 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 dive into that kind of interview style show. The the yeah. interesting thing that I just want to mention is that this is not a television show. This is a YouTube show. Yeah. This is not something we're watching on TV. We're watching oh. on our laptops and our phones. This is this mm-hmm. is where we're we've come and and where we're going in terms of And it, it started it started on complex, not like uh complex is like the the host, like whatever yeah. cases. Then it became on first we feast, right? And now like yeah. Hot Ones is its own like little show. Sean has that. Uh, Sean in the Wild. He's interviewed like everyone from like Tony Ayo and Ja Rule to Charlize Theron and like Ricky Gervais. Like these are people like he's comedians, actors, like people like Kevin Hart, Michael B. Jordan. Like these are a like a list celebrities. He's getting like really. Great content show. out of them on a YouTube yeah. show. Yeah, this and great interviews. Bonker. Better, better yeah. interviews than uh, late night shows. These have been my favorite interviews to watch. Like I love, I don't get me wrong, I love Jimmy and Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Kimmel is my favorite. Yeah, it, out of all the uh, traditional it, late night, it, it depends on me. I love right? Conan, I, man. I love yeah, Conan. It really <laughs> depends on like what. Uh, who the guest is uh, sometimes. Like, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm slowly getting into Seth Meyers a little bit, but. Craig Ferguson? Oh, uh, Craig is hit or miss for me. Uh, Craig, I like. not anymore, but he was. Right. I thought he was hilarious. Um, Even uh, James, oh, James Gordon, or Corden, whatever his name is, he Gordon. has a good he has a good segment called. Um, uh, truth, truth, no, it's uh, Truth or. Truth or like. Uh, or, oh, with uh, the food. The food. Right? It's like disgusting yeah. food. It's like you have to tell them. It's a rotating uh, table. We have to. Yeah. You so you can, like take different choices. Yeah. It's like bull intestines or something crazy, and it's like you have to tell me the truth on this, or you have to eat the like nasty food, which I think is a good segment. It's almost to the degree of hot ones in a way, but Sean right now is just killing it. Like Sean, as far as interview, like him and um, Philip DeFranco, I think are the like ones who really do their research and really have great interviews with people. They know how to um, 
really deliver content that like matters and like get content that's um that's unique for sure hell yeah i mean in the same in the same scale you're, you're also getting that with uh with podcasts like with guys like us um joe rogan right tommy fuck yeah love me some, love me some joe rogan yeah joe rogan's killing it He's been, he's been at it for a long, a long time. He has been. And it's, I think it's just cool that he just has, like, all sorts of crazy guests. Like, it's just, it's 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 a grab bag every week. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what's coming up. It just happens to show up. Yeah. That's be a factor. He's got a good resume. <laughs> Hell, yeah. And his, his, his uh, stand-up comedy is fucking awesome, so. I don't know. It's always just a good, interesting conversation. LeVar Burton reads. I've said this before. I'll say it again. LeVar Burton reads. Any, any Anytime listening to LeVar Burton read a short story to you, and it's usually a cool, like, fantasy or science fiction or something along those lines that he that he reads. They've all been good. He's, he's done two seasons of them. It's like reading Rainbow for adults. Mm-hmm. Like, how can, how can you not enjoy that sort of stuff? Uh, I can do anything. Take a look. It's in a book. It's in a book. <laughs> if you listen to that theme song when you're like having the blues, it just put it like right? immediately. I'm just I like, oh, can't go I can do anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. You know what does it for me? Uh, the Mentos theme song. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? No. I was so tight like three days ago and I threw that shit on. I was just refreshed. I was good, smiling. That's, a good across the street. That's fantastic. Hell yeah. Fresh <laughs> maker. The fresh maker. Like three times. It was quick. Oh, yeah, you make sure you get the right one because they they tried to change it up once it got famous and shit. Like, nah, let's hear that original theme music. <laughs> oh, so I, I you know i'm having a great time guys but how long does this thing usually go to i was gonna ask you Whatever guys you we we go until the wheels fall off oh okay whenever you uh, want fellas you want, we, can, we can cut it um uh for those of you watching and listening all that good fun stuff where can we find uh dave and mike more what are you guys doing what are you guys into all please, that good fun stuff. Please tell us. Now is your time to do your plugs. Tell us. You want to go first, Mike, or you want me to go first? Uh, well, since I've been waiting for four hundred years. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I really don't have anything to plug other than a great website called BreakTheStigma.org. <laughs> uh, I also have. Plug. Yeah, I also have a, a Twitter. My handle is Yes I Get It Done, and um, you can find me on the social media platform known as Facebook under the In Beyond Mag site, In Beyond Anime, In Beyond everything, uh, everything In Beyond, and I write a couple articles for In Beyond as well. Sweet, boom, Mike. Oh. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can find me on this is Mr. Smith at uh, Instagram.com. I hate 
having pictures of myself, but I do it, and because uh, I got to do that shit now. You got a and, super, uh, <laughs> like, you got a super <laughs> you profile right now going on. You pop it. The website will be up there shortly, but yeah, this is Mr. Smith's uh, Instagram. Are you work? Are you working on any projects right now? Like anything uh, uh, that you should look out for? Quite a lot, but anything that you can name and we can look out for. Oh no 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 no! Oh, I named this shit until oh, I, my oh, yes. <laughs> yes, tell me, tell me more. Working on, tell me more. Uh, I never really say anything until it's done. So, okay. I'm working on a chicken sandwich that I'm about to go mm. get. So, uh, <laughs> tell me more. If you want to meet me at the chicken spot. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on, man. Like, I appreciate it, for real. What about uh, G? To all the big girls, make sure you follow me. You know. I I feel like, Tommy, do we do our own plugs anymore? No, I never talk about my own shit. That's probably why it never goes anywhere, but... I mean, yeah, you gotta I guess, listen to 10 I mean, minutes or less. I'll say it. Everybody you else gotta listen to 10 minutes or less. 10 minutes or less. Uh, yeah. the art the art of storytelling, Tiles by Law, that beard guy. Yeah, just look you up. You can find I, us pretty much I everywhere. Thomas TVG. That's all you gotta look for. Tiles by Law, T A O S by Law. You can oh. find me pretty much on every platform right now. And I know I'm gonna uh, actually. Uh, I dropped a new video today. If you're seeing this or hearing this, it'll probably be yesterday. Uh, I have new content out uh, mm. once more this week, and I'm working on content with both Mike and Dave over the weekend, so it should be fun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Make sure you uh, plug your, st- uh, your stuff and your handles and all that be like st- at the start of the video and after. Oh, I, whenever I do it. the, whenever I record the, the intro, it's always, I always say, go to the yeah. website, you can find uh, a lot of stuff here, you can find, I, I always throw it at the beginning. And the he's, he's our, he's our uh, master uh Plug guy Always for the, the beginning, beginning and the end. What you mean he's our master? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, Lord? <laughs> well, Lord. we don't have those. The reason why we have the name Geek Ronin is because we don't have any masters anymore. We are oh. we are masters of our own uh, destinies. Mm-hmm. And with that shout out, I guess we can just leave it at Kanye. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kanye. Take that guy. Alright, guys. Appreciate it. I'll catch you guys this weekend. Tommy, I'll catch you later on. Peace. Alright, Joe. And I said, hello.